So I wanted to get you hip to the leading 20-in-1 SEO tool. It's called SEMrush. And if you haven't had a chance to take a look at it, make sure that you check the show notes because you can have a free trial if you click on the link in the show notes because why not try it out and build up your SEO. Get that competitive research, get your keywords down, get your ranking and link building efforts in place, and get your website seen. Get your stuff out there. This is really what it's about. It is trusted by so many leaders in business and they have seen a lot of amazing insights from it. So I am excited to give you a special link in the show notes of SEMrush with your free trial. Make sure that you start on that today because if you're not getting seen and you're not showing up in search, then why are we doing this, (laughs) right? Why are we doing this? Because you wanna get your stuff out there and you wanna be connecting with the right audience. So get the leading 20-in-1 SEO tool, SEMrush, today. You're listening to Sweet Bites with Sandra with your host, Dr. Sandra Coltimadisi. Follow on Instagram and Facebook at Dr. Sandra Coltimadisi, the podcast and lifestyle Instagram at Sweet Bites with Sandra. And for upcoming course announcements, follow College of Style on Instagram as well. Are you going to the Template Design Summit? Uh, yeah, you definitely are. Register today at collegeofstyle.com. It's free and it's happening July 1st to the 3rd. It's a virtual summit that is jam-packed with information for course creators, consultants, authors, entrepreneurs, small business owners just like you. We are going to give you an in-depth look at how to create design templates, how to implement them into your marketing and branding for your business, create scroll stopping content for social media and protect your intellectual property protecting your designs legally over the three-day event we are going to be hearing from graphic designers template designers business experts and they are going to provide the best practices used by industry professionals and innovative ways to use graphics and templates for branding and educational use. So we are going to dive really deep on getting you the information you need to have specific emphasis on social media and business branding and an additional focus on how to monetize your creations. Join us, register today at collegeofstyle.com and get your free gift from me. It's 110 social media templates designed in Canva. Yes, mm -hmm, just for you. Snag those today when you register and make sure to tell a friend and I'll see you at the Template Design Summit July 1st to the 3rd. Hi, I'm Sandra and I'd like to invite you to subscribe and listen to my new podcast, Sweet Pipes with Sandra. Satisfy your entrepreneurial sweet tooth in each episode full of digital business tips, inspiring interviews, aside from my entertainment career, and rewards to celebrate your sweet success. Find Sweet Bites with Sandra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thank you so much for joining me on episode 40 of the Sweet Bites with Sandra podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sandra Coltimadisi, and I am so excited for you to listen to the podcast today. I have one of my dear friends from way back in the day at college. Um, We went to the same university, University of Oregon. She is amazing, an amazing photographer. Her name is Valerie Darling, and you have seen some of her work probably in a lot of wedding magazines, but we are going to talk to her a little bit later. 
so stay tuned for the interview. What I wanted to get into today is I actually just did a workshop on Tuesday and it was inside of our College of Style Facebook group. So I want to make sure that you go to the show notes and click on the link because it is a overview of what you need to pay attention to when crafting your holiday sales offer for July 4th. Yes, baby. (laughs) Independence Day is just around the corner. So I want to pull your attention over to the show notes today. I have been putting in a lot of great links over to some of my favorite products, as well as what I just mentioned, which is the sales offer workshop that I just did inside of our College of Style Facebook group that I want you to watch. It is about 20 minutes, but definitely jam-packed of information that you need to hit all of those marks when you're crafting your sales offer for the Independence Day. And I want to know what you're doing for the July 4th holiday, because if you're not attending the template design summit leading up to the holiday, I don't know where you're going to be because that is the place to be for the lead up to the holiday. So if you haven't had a chance, go over to www.collegeofstyle.com, register today. It's free and tell a friend for sure. Now, what I want to get into today is going into what I love to call your call to action question. Now, if you have a Facebook group or you have a Twitter account or even a Facebook page or any type of social media, when you want to grab someone's attention, you want to give them that opportunity to talk about what they love, what they do, what they're interested in, right? So when you are crafting your social media messaging, it's really important that you make the ask. Ask a question. Make it engaging. Make it something that they want to talk about themselves. If you have a chance to add value in that question like how many work hours are too much I love working 35 of the 45 hour work week what do you do so that you're giving a little bit of your authentic self in there do it it's really great to test the waters if you have a Facebook um, account and you're in a different Facebook group test the waters in a few of those different Facebook groups to see what's hitting and what's missing and then Pull that um, engagement source, that ask into your Facebook group and see that engagement boom. It's what I've been doing. It's one of the strategies that I have seen be very, very successful in driving engagement in my Facebook group is testing the waters in other groups to see hmm, who gravitated toward that comment. Was it you know, my demographic? Were there a lot of comments? Was it crickets? Um, but I have been using that in my Facebook group strategy to drive engagement, test the markets in other Facebook groups, see what hits, and then drive it home in your group and see those comments flood in. That is one of the things that I love, love, love about being a part of other people's Facebook groups because I can see based on what I think is a great question, what really fell flat, right? And you don't want it to fall flat in your group. You want those comments generating so that other people see them, they're getting notified, your engagement is up, and then Facebook is recommending your group to other people on its own. So it's almost like they're doing the work for you. And then your growth is organic. And that is the best kind without having to pay for Facebook ads. So try that growth strategy by engaging with the ask in other groups to test market your questions and engagement, and then drive it home in your group. Have you been to my shop lately? 
I have been in the lab and creating new items just for you. Take a look at the decor, the brand new eye collection, and spanking new done for you templates for social media. Yes, <laughs> I told you, I am giving you my A game in 2021. Check it out and buy yourself a little something to reward yourself for making a commitment to yourself to rock 2021 like no other. Just visit www.sandracoltimadc.com forward slash shop today. Welcome back to Sweet Bites with Sandra. I am so excited to be talking with someone who is a forever duck like myself, <laughs> Miss Valerie Darling. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> exactly. I know we're like super giddy. Um, I'm excited to talk to you because it's been a long time and you've been doing a lot of great, great stuff. And I want to let everybody know that you were from Pacific Northwest and you've got a lot of great foundation going on, but what you've been doing recently and most uh, prominently is photography and really getting into the hearts and minds and souls of all the people that you are capturing on film. So how did you get started in this? this kind of atmosphere. I know that you've been featured in like Elle and Brides and Vogue and, you know, just a lot of different places. So tell us how you get started. Thanks. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's been a, a windy journey to get here. Um, you know, I think I, I grew up always being very creative and wanting to pursue the acting and dancing um, route. And so obviously went to Oregon cheered there, then moved to LA to really pursue that. Right. And um on that path, I was doing everything under the sun in order to make it, you know, kind of um, stay afloat. I feel like I was always like, oh, I'm like dog walking today. I'm hustling like flavored waters, like whatever it was to kind of like be able to make it in LA. And um, through that, I was able to explore lots of different other things that it was like, oh, wow, I have this little, you know, talent in this, or I'm interested in this, or this is really exciting to me. And, um, and one of the jobs I was doing was catering. And um, I really met an incredible community through catering, um, which is, um, I just met like such wonderful people that felt like family and um, in a town that, you know, you feel like you can get lost in. And I was talking to a girlfriend that I had made about wanting to really deepen um, like the service aspect. I didn't really have that service side of myself in LA and I really wanted to volunteer and get involved. And we both had that passion. And so we started a nonprofit in South Central LA for foster kids and low-income families. And it started with a holiday party and then it's now grown to a summer camp. And, um, and so through that, I was always needing someone to document the work that we were doing, right? It was like all of these um, kind of one-off, um, you know, it would be like a comedy night and whatever, just to kind of get uh, enough funding for the events. And um, eventually I had kind of run out of my favors in the photography space and was like, well, I love photography. And I'd always been the paparazzi of the group growing up and had loved that. And, and even more so than just documenting everything was being able to give that, like the photos to people after, you know, they'd always be annoyed with me in the moment and be like, really another picture. <laughs> and then they'd be thanking me later. Basically, I eventually just decided I would pick up um, my first DSLR camera and I found it on, it was an internet purchase that had been returned to Target. And so there was some weird loophole where it was, I mean, a quarter of what it should have been. And it just felt like 
it was like, here it is. You're meant to get this dive in. And, you know, I had so many incredible actor, musician, model friends that needed photos and I got to practice on them. Right. And I think because they all are incredible in front of the camera, it made me look good and made me kind of like build that confidence. Like, Oh my God, I'm, maybe I'm all okay at this. And, um, but then eventually, um, you know, and I, I would go home and I would YouTube, like, what was this? And just constantly trial and error, but never um, giving up on it or getting discouraged. I think because, again, I had that, the freedom of working with friends who, you know, were probably extra kind to me <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> and, um, but then it just grew. And I, I found that, you know, and I'd had little successes with dance and acting and, but nothing really stuck. And it was a constant, like, you know, it was a constant grind. Um, but with photos, what I loved about it is I got to, you know, I really was just able to create and be able to do produce things. And, and, um, you know, I, I think I got to be like the director and the choreographer and then the friend, it was like all of these parts of me that, um, I loved to, that I felt like I sh was able to shine in and really enjoyed. And um, so I, I just really fell in love with it. And it just kind of took off. And I found that, you know, when you're in a space that you really are thriving, it's just abundance. And it was like, wow, maybe, maybe this is what I'm meant to do. And maybe I should start to own that I'm a photographer and not have imposter syndrome. Like I still do. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, you, you were at Oregon, you cheered at Oregon, you did that whole thing. And, and a lot of times, what a lot of people don't know about being in front of 50,000 people, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, there's always one that's just staring at you, <laughs> you know, like they don't care about the game. They're on you. And so that's like, that's like a thing. Like, like you, you get to be natural in a way that is probably not natural for a lot of people. And so for you, I feel like it's probably one of those instinctual things, you know, being behind the camera and knowing how to be in front of the camera and all of those things kind of intertwining themselves along the way. Did you find that? That's such a good point. I actually think that is part of my strength was being able to know what they're experiencing on the other side of it and know what makes someone feel at ease and to really because it's all about connection. It's all about making, I mean, for me, I mean, obviously everyone has very different um, approaches, but for me, I think what's my superpower is, you know, there's so many talented photographers out there and, um, and it's about finding the photographer that makes you feel most like yourself so that you can shine through and you're not, you know, it's easy to be like, oh, there's a camera, like, you know, do the Chandler moment where you're like, how do I smile? Um, so I, I feel like, um, me having been on the other side of the camera, knowing what looks good, knowing how you feel most relaxed is um, something that I'm able to kind of like bring to um, the people that I am lucky enough to photograph, you know, and, um, and, and I think that helps with my direction. And so, yeah. Yeah. Well, you are kind of all parts at the same time, the director, the producer, the photographer, you know, all of that in one. So which part do you like the most? I think it's, yeah, I think it would be the director, like I, as, um, because, you know, I think um, when you think of like a director of a movie or something, they really get to create the energy of the set and to set the tone for the day. I feel like there's so much um, responsibility you have in that. Mm -hmm. And I, so what I love about that is being able to, um, I mean, I guess it, it's different for each 
for depending on what I'm photographing. But I think overall, I love that I can really bring a positive energy and where they leave, they might have gone in being like, oh man, this is going to be really awkward or whatever. And then they leave saying that was so much fun. I had the best time. And that makes me feel so happy um, knowing that I could give them that experience. Yeah. Well, so I know that business is, is hard to think about when you're thinking about something that you love because, you know, there's that other side of things, but people getting into business for themselves, what's something that you didn't know going into it that you're like, gosh, I wish I had known that. (laughs) Or, you know, if you're listening now, this is what you should do. You know, just a tip that you can give, you know, new business people, you know, that might just be starting out in, in the similar, in the similar field. Yeah. I mean, so much. It was like drinking from a fire hose when I first got in. I mean, especially when I made the leap to wedding photography and that became my, you know, big passion was to explore that. It was just so much to learn. Um, But I think one of the biggest takeaways was in the beginning, I was very much, um, I felt like no one would care more than me. So I have to do every part of it. Mm -hmm. So if I had brought in help earlier, it's scary because then you're obviously having to like pay more people. Um, But for me, I was able to grow so much more as soon as I was able to relax my grip on like controlling every piece of it. um, Mm -hmm. Because I'm not going to be best at each thing. Like I might, you know, feel like I care more or have like a system, but someone might have a better system because that's what they specialize in. And if I'm able to ask for help and bring them on, it's only going to make me more, you know, efficient and and able to get back out there and doing what I do love the most, which is taking photos rather than the editing and the emailing and no social media or whatever it is. So I think asking for help and bringing in experts, you know, it, as you can, um, I think is, and and also finding someone to help with your branding. I was way too close to my work. And again, I'm creating my logo, I'm branding. And I think if I had someone who really looked at the overall, you know, under, I, I had a better understanding of what an overall brand looked like, you know, it's not just like colors and a, and a logo. It's like, how do you want people to feel? And, and um, just, I looked differently at my entire life when I went through the proper branding process. And that was such a game changer for me. So I think if I had gone into it originally with that, it would have, would have like leaps and bounds be ahead of, you know, where I was starting out. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there are a lot of people who start out and literally think that the logo is all they need. And I'm like, no, but what's your messaging? You know, like, what is your vision? What's your mission? What's your value system? You know, you have to communicate all of that beyond a logo. Right. Um, so what exactly do you see? Cause I know that you've worked with like Mindy Wise. I actually was, um, you know, I've done a few different, um, uh, events where she was actually the coordinator and, you know, got everything going. I was the talent, <laughs> you know, I wasn't doing anything else, but I was just in awe of the grandeur, like the, the elaborateness of all of what happens in a, in a Mindy Weiss event. So when you're collaborating with someone who has the ear of celebrity and, you know, uh, politicians and, you know, people who've got a little bit more, um, 
uh, I, I would say funding for what they're trying to accomplish. Where do, where do you feel like you can, you know, incorporate your ideas or do you kind of pull back and just say, you know, we're just going to go with what's on the cue sheet, you know, or do you kind of have that conversation behind the scenes of what you think, you know, you can bring to the table? Yeah. Well, I would say it's different depending on who you're working with, you know, so knowing the coordinator that brought you on, knowing like uh, the client and um, with Mindy in particular, she is the most lovely human. She's so giving and oh my gosh, she's truly like, I feel like when you're with her, you just are like, oh, I just love you. You feel like family, you know, cause she yeah. makes you feel that way. Um, and I think one of the things that she's, um, one of her brilliance is allowing other people to shine and to thrive in what they do best. She's not the type that will try to control exactly um, you know, she wants people to, obviously it's all about the client being happy. Right. So she wants to make sure you have connected with the client or, um, if, if they're open to it and, um, you guys know, you know, you basically have a, a vision that aligns, but she's not going to link you up with someone that she doesn't feel like would be a good fit. Um, but I think it's really that she, um, she, you know, she, again, lets you kind of, create from, it might be like, this is, this is the, the vision we have. And then you guys make it, bring the magic to it. And, um, so that's one of the things I really love about her is she's, um, very intentional with who she brings on for each event. And, um, and I feel really lucky to be a part of like, yeah, you've been there. <laughs> so she's done. I'm like, Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm always blown away. And, um, yeah, so there's something yeah. really special about, about the level of experience she brings to each event. Well, so with your business, and I know a lot of people talk about, um, you know, starting small and then scaling and doing all these things. Where do you see your your business going? Like, what is your 2022 looking like? Yeah, well, I mean, with the pandemic and, you know, a lot of weddings being pushed out, it's going to be a wild ride for the next couple of years. It's crazy trying to accommodate for, you know, all these postponements, um, as well as new bookings coming in. So it's, I'm not going to lie. I feel a little nervous about it going in because I am typically only take on so many weddings a year because I want to, um, I don't want to burn myself out. I want to be able to stay really, um, you know, just each it's, you know, each event is a, a big, production and leading up to it, there's so much. And you want to have a certain level of customer service when you're um, dealing with these really high-end luxury events. And um, so I do feel like I'm going to be a little extra stretched, um, but I'll bring on help for, for that. Um, but I think it's really building out my team. That's something I've been doing the last five years is um, I have a darling collective. So I have like my brand and then I have my associate team brand. Um, and I feel so lucky because I'm able to still work with all of these, you know, awesome people I've connected with over the years. Um, but also I'm able to give my talented photographers more work and then I handle all the pre and post production. So I'm able to, you know, still work with more people, but not actually physically have to be at everything. Yeah. Um, which again was one of my, uh, moments of letting go. Like I said, for other aspects, I'm like, but I love the photography. I want to do that. But I was finding that I was either booked or maybe, um, they were, you know, under my price point and things like that. And I still really wanted to serve them because I loved, you know, 
maybe they were a bridesmaid in a wedding I had shot before or a coordinator I'd worked with. And I knew it would be a beautiful event. And as long as I knew that, it, you know, they'll be set up for success and I've vetted them. Um, it's been a really incredible blessing to my business to add that kind of side on. So <laughs> I feel really lucky for that. And it's, I think building that out even more. When you think about business and product, because obviously you've got the wedding and you're there and you're, you're giving the customer service with, you know, client, um, you know, one-on-one facing all of that stuff. But then at the end of the day, you're giving them a certain product. How has product changed from when you started to now, you know, I feel like there's a lot of technical advances that has, that have happened within just, you know, either photography, like the, the actual camera or the digitization, that's a word, digitization of all of the work product. But then also, you know, I've seen on some sites where the, you know, people are offering drone photography and, um, and, you know, videos after the fact. And, you know, where do you, like from the beginning to now, like what's the biggest thing that you've had to like, oh gosh, now I've got to add this to my package. <laughs> um, so I would say it's, uh, I'm, I've been very much um, kind of a, I don't know how to even explain it. I mean, I basically feel like I shoot, I deliver the images digitized um, <laughs> and I have add-ons for albums and things like that. But um, there are definitely people that they, um, their whole business is built on like sales of albums and prints. And that is like, they are really incredible salespeople. And that is definitely not my strong point. I just yeah. get like the idiot tingles, like thinking about like, oh, like I can't, I'm not a salesperson. So for me, um, I'm probably doing myself a disservice because I know that there's a lot of potential there, but I, I feel like people should spend the most on getting the talent that they want there. And then there's, like you said, so many incredible um, sites where, you know, people can do it themselves that are at a very professional high-end level. So I will recommend those if I'm always like, you can, you know, download the high res and written wherever, but you also can do it on my site. It's built in. I also, you know, have this service, but I'm very much like, I'm not pushing anything. Like I can't, I just, Oh, I'm so bad at it, at it. But, um, but when it comes to like the drone and all those other add-ons on packages. So I would say that I work with, um, videographers and people that I recommend. Um, I don't have that under my, you know, under my umbrella, but, um, I have incredible, um, people that I recommend that I work well with that I, you know, trust wholeheartedly. And they typically do that. I do run drones myself for like my own personal stuff, which is fun. Like when we're traveling. And, um, so I do know how to operate a drone, but there's so much going on, on an event that like, that is the last thing I want to worry about. I just, I joke that my drone is like a, like a dog that I have, you know, it, it's the DJ um, Mavic Pro. And so we call it Deej. And I'm always like, Deej, Deej, like there's a bird. There's a, you know, I'm constantly like, yeah, worried about my little, my puppy drone. So, um, so that is not something I pretend to be an expert in or add on. It's just not worth the stress. There's so much um, other things that I, I would rather just nail yeah. Well, on a fun note, what's your favorite wedding movie? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, what would that be? I mean, I always loved the wedding planner, the JLo. I just, 
I, I don't, I mean, growing up, that was one I used to think that I maybe wanted to be a wedding planner in some way. Cause I think again, it's, I was so obsessed with weddings growing up. I actually, um, there's the, um, oh my gosh, full house, um, where uncle Jesse and, um, yeah. I'm I'm her name. Her name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, they're getting married. And I remember telling my mom, like, we should tape this because this is important. I need to know. And I, I like had dreams of being a flower girl. And so, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's shifted over time. I feel like, um, yeah, but I feel like the wedding planner was definitely one. And then father of the bride is such a classic. Like I can always go back to that. And I love that too. Yeah. It's, it's so funny because I love the wedding planner. I, I actually, you know, um, what is it where she says, you saved my shoe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That line forever. Yeah. It's so funny because there's, you know, I got married in Vegas. So are, I didn't even ask you, are you married? I'm not. No, it's just a relationship. Nice. Well, so you get married every day on your job. (laughs) I feel like we are, and it's changed how I envision my wedding, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. But at least you have inspiration from all of the different ones that you've seen, because if you've never been to one, you know, I feel like there's a way that people have um, envisioned what, what it would look like. And then they get into the planning and they're like, nope, that's not happening. Nope. Can't afford that. Nope. (laughs) So I actually got married in a chapel in Vegas. So we did not, I know we have a a picture next to, you know, the sign. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody has a different plan. I'm sure that at some point we will get married. My husband is French. And so we'll get married in France to celebrate or do something like that. But that was six years ago. So. I think you were kind of ahead of the trend. Like, you know, these these mini monies where it's, you know, eloping and, um, mm-hmm. and also the, I mean, wasn't the Jonas Brothers, didn't they at first, one of them get married? It's yeah. like a trendsetter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping maybe, I, I mean, I grew up in Vegas, so it's easy for me to be like, let's just go to the chapel. You know? oh, fun. I feel like, <laughs> and there was that adorable movie. Oh, now I'm blanking on it with uh, Selma Hayek. And- oh, Fool's Russian. Yes. Yes. So they, they, they get pregnant. They get married. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I- a, that's an old one. <laughs> yeah. I got my, you know, Marilla Dexon. <laughs> yes. I love all of them. Well, so is there one thing I'm just going to have one, one last question for you. Um, what is something that you're using on a daily basis that you think other people who want to be in your field, your industry should be hip to, it could be an app. It could be a Google Chrome extension. It could be, you know, Uber eats. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, all of those things. <laughs> um, I feel like everyone would be like social media mm. and, you know, that's such a, like, of course, I think there's so much um, growth and you can tap into, you know, whether it's me finding people to help me when I'm doing an event across the world or finding clients. I think it's really amazing connecting with coordinators. But so that would be the expected thing to say. The unexpected thing for me that has changed my business and had I've had so much more bookings because of my follow through follow up mm. is Boomerang. So it's a Gmail extension. Oh. And I, every time I send an email, I can boomerang it so that, um, you know, I know in a couple of weeks to follow up with them if they haven't checked back in or, or whatever. In the beginning, I felt like, well, if they want me, they'll just 
reach back out, you know? And I found that um, I was losing a lot of business because I didn't, you know, have that. When I started to kind of get past that um, feeling of, oh, I don't want to bother them. And just like, hey, there's a lot going on with weddings and events and, um, you know, just a little, you know, popping in to check on them actually is a, is a form of service. It's me, you know, really kind of like um, able to answer questions or whatever it is. And so as soon as I switched that mindset and was able to have this helpful tool to remind me, oh gosh, it's been this much time, whether it's for pitching myself to magazines, um, following up with editors, clients, all of that. Um, it's been so helpful. Nice. And then I, I lied. One last question. So is there something that you keep in your bag that we should know about as far as like the must have tools, secret sauce that you bring at every single shoot that we should all have in our bag? Um, so a speaker, I feel like that just kind of helps set the mood for people. Mm-hmm. You know, put on some jams that helps put people at ease. And then on wedding days, this is kind of hilarious, but I have, um, it's basically like baby food packs. It's because, you know, I don't have time to eat a lot. So I'm just like in the corner doing one of those like squeezies. Um, I have yes. these organic energy shoes that have saved flower girls and like people that won't come down the aisle, you know. So those are just some fun little things that kind of keep my team, um, you know, from not passing out <laughs> and also in good spirits. Nice. Well, thank you so much for joining me on Sweet Bites with Sandra. I really appreciate you. And it's so good to see you. Good to see you too. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. When it comes to creating sales copy for your lead pages or lead magnets, or even for your website, you want to grab people's attention, right? I think the best thing that you can do if you don't have the time and really need some inspiration is try copy.ai. Faster, fresher, better copy. Click the link in the show notes to get your free seven-day trial today. It is hot. And so my story today is really just about dancing outside. I know a lot of times we are inside these days, but I have the AC blowing. So you're probably going to hear a little bit of a different audio quality here, but I am not turning it off. It doesn't matter if I've got the podcast recording or not. I am trying to be comfortable and I hope that wherever you are, if you are in triple digits coming into the June, July, August months, that you are comfortable as well. Tell me what you're doing outside. What trips you're planning now that we are um, have a little bit of those restrictions being lifted I want to know where you are and where you're going so send me a note at info at sandracoltonmedici.com and tell me where you're headed. I love to hear the stories of all of the listeners who are on journeys, whether it's in your business or in life and where you started and where you're at now. We're at the halfway point of 2021 and this is a great time to do some sort of just, you know, very small self-assessment to see, okay, has there been growth? Have I accomplished the goals that I set out for myself? What do I need to get myself a really kick in the butt to really rest? the next six months and get the new year going in a whole different direction if I haven't had a lot of success yet. So 
I want to hear your stories. Tell me everything's going on with you. Send me a note at info at sandracoltamedici.com and I will open it. And if it's, if it's a question, I would love to include it in the podcast. You know me. <laughs> Just to wrap it up, I wanted to give you an opportunity to tell your design story during our template design summit. So if you have a design story, make sure that you have registered for the summit by going to collegeofstyle.com, enter your name and your email. And if you have a design story that we can feature on the summit, make sure to join our Facebook group. It's at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash template design summit. And in there we have on one of the announcement threads, um, an invitation to tell your design story. Just tag me on that and let me know that you have a design story that you would like shared in the summit. And I will reach out to you for sure. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and I will see you on the next one. If you would like to sponsor an episode of Sweet Bites with Sandra, make sure to send an email to info at sandracoltamedici.com. Include in the subject line, be a sponsor.